Hey, this is Terrence Channon with the Modern Customer Experience Podcast, where we talk about various topics and items relating to providing the best possible customer experience to your customers and those that you work with. Today, I'd like to talk about customer experience and when it comes to email, best practices. And that could be sending promotional emails, it could be sending informational newsletters, uh, any sort of email correspondence out to your stakeholder base is what we want to talk about are ways to make it better and then things to look out for. I was talking with a colleague today and actually working on a project with with a client where they're just having some problems getting um, emails with a good open rate. They got a good email list, a lot of names. The names are are opt-in, double opt-in. They're all past customers. Why aren't people reading these things and opening up with a greater clip? And some things come up that are very important to realize. It is very difficult to get an email into the inbox these days, especially a promotional email or a uh, marketing email that goes to a through a mailing list. And what happens there is a lot of times these emails, especially in the United States, end up in the junk mailbox, especially for email uh, interfaces like Gmail or Yahoo. And you know, people say to check your junk email, but nobody ever does. But in some cases, you know, 20, 30 percent of emails could be going into the junk mailbox or the spam folder with no rhyme or reason, and even to a great customer that wants to get your email. This customer in particular said, "Hey, uh, you know, I have people that are great customers that said, hey, I thought you said you were going to send me emails with special offers, and well, we have. So we're kind of tasked here with looking at what might be causing the problem and how can we increase the, the open rates and, and getting more emails through to their customers. Some things are, are very important to look at. It's easier than you think for an email sender, even an email sending platform, to end up on some form of a blacklist or a spam list. And... Uh, a colleague I was working with, he suggested, well, if that's the case, if they are on some blacklist or they are blocked off, maybe we just change the domain name or the email address they're sending from. And there is some truth to that. If you've got one particular server that's blocked off and is marked for spam, if you kind of change that server or the underlying domain or IP address, then, yeah, the, the Internet's going to say, well, doesn't look like anything's here. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But... If you don't address the underlying problem, then eventually those delivery rates will then go down again. So you really want to understand not only what's causing the any sort of emails ending up in a spam folder or keeping people from opening them, uh, but you want to actually think about what's the best way to get something through. So a few kind of tactics that we might want to explore here is, is one, you know, with emails, it's very important to be transparent. And a lot of this stuff can be done behind the scenes, and that's publishing certain information, domain key, DNS records, uh, SPF records. This is for the technical side. If you're not that familiar, you know, check with your email service provider. They'll know exactly what these things are. But there's ways to kind of register your, your .com out there in the email world so that the world says, you know, it looks like you guys are, are trying to be out there and be transparent and be open. It doesn't mean you're not going to spam. It doesn't mean your emails will increase in deliverability. But people that are spamming and that and sending junk mail typically don't want to be found for a lot of different reasons. By saying to yourself, we want to be found, we're out there, we're an open book, that helps out a lot for the servers to kind of say, you know, we we trust you. We're going to go ahead and maybe not be as hard on this particular email. Uh, the most important thing, though, more so than any sort of trick or technology t- tactic or anything, is how you're sending these things. 
Uh, for the sake of time, especially for small businesses, it's very easy to say, well, I'm just going to send them out all at once uh, to one big list. And to take one step back, if you're sending out emails through a, a BCC, an Outlook, or your webmail, please stop right now and, and switch to an email service program like a Constant Contact, like a MailChimp, like a Zoho CRM. There's hundreds of them out there. Many of them are very inexpensive or low cost. Stop sending the emails to your newsletter list as BCCs. That's a first no. And that's kind of, to me, is the equivalent of making sure your computer's plugged in when you're troubleshooting it. But I felt like I had to say that. But rather than sending out one sort of mass email to your entire group, start to kind of understand who your customers are. If you're in the hospitality business, like a restaurant, maybe some customers are locals. Maybe some are uh, out-of-towners that come in on the weekends. Maybe some were one-time tourists. Uh, maybe some are come down uh, seasonally every year for a couple months. If you're in the retail business, you know, do you separate it out by uh, by men or women or age groups or even what time they would typically come in and dine if you're able to track all those things? Um, and you might be able to based on, exam- example, if you're collecting emails in the restaurant when someone's leaving, you know, you kind of know when it is that they signed the check, you know, and put the email in at 615. Again, might be difficult to do that, but the point is you want to kind of group your customers into different categories. And so you have different groups of people that you can send to. And that enables you to then send different messages to different people based on the group that they're in. And this has two important uh, aspects to it. One is you're going to be sending out less emails at once. So if your mailing list has 10,000 people and you've got five groups of 2,000 people, different categories, well, instead of sending one mass email to 10,000 people at the same time, which the internet says is you blasted out 10,000 emails, now it kind of says, well, you're sending out um, 2,000 emails uh, and then you're going to send another 2,000 and then another 2,000. And, and the less emails that you send out, it's less likely to get flagged as spam or to be even mistakenly labeled as spam because you know spam doesn't usually come in the form of sending out one email. It's usually lots and lots of them. So that'll absolutely help with the deliverability and how the technology side looks at these emails. The other part of it is sending the right message to the right people based on who they are. So if you go to a restaurant, if you visited a town as a tourist, and you're probably never going to come back again and you you know took their email address down or you gave the restaurant your email address you probably don't need to be on the weekly happy hour special emails and you know that person maybe should unsubscribe but it's more it's usually easier to mark as just delete it or to mark it as spam or even sometimes the email program especially the gmails and yahoos of the world will kind of know would, or they'll predict to say, well, that looks like that might be spam. So we're going to go ahead and kind of put that in your junk mail folder. Um, so that becomes important to kind of send the right message to the right person. Uh, testing, testing different email platforms, testing different messages. These are all real important to kind of understand where things are. Uh, example, you might send out half the list gets uh, email with one subject line, the other half gets another subject line. Which one gets opened more? Uh, that helps because if you're getting emails that have a better response rate, that's always good to not get flagged as, as spam in many times. Or even if you sent them out through two different platforms, one on email platform A, half the group there, the other one on half the, half the platform, uh, another platform B. And the point of doing that is Different platforms, a MailChimp, a Constant Contact, they have different histories, different backgrounds, and they're very good at different things. So you might find the same message might have a higher open rate on MailChimp or Constant Contact than another platform. 
And so I recommend using that as a test variable as well. Last sort of technique is just cleaning your list periodically. Uh, these email service programs are pretty good about removing people that have unsubscribed. They're very good about um, removing people that, or excuse me, not necessarily removing them, but looking at the data to say, okay, well, this person has never opened or engaged with your email. If someone, you've sent, you've sent 100 emails and there's a group of people that have never opened it and never seen it, just take them off the list. You don't have to delete them from the list. Just put them in a different list, and maybe there's another message you can send them. You can also kind of periodically verify uh, these emails, send them out to people, um, and with the message, it doesn't have to be selling anything. You just say, hey, how are you doing? Hope you're having a great holiday, great weekend. Uh, we'd love to know if you'd like to continue receiving our messages. And they can click on the email, and they can unsubscribe there if they want, or they can click, yeah, I'd love to keep getting them, or they may not reply at all. If they unsubscribe, that's not terrible. You know, they didn't want it anyway. If they don't respond, you know, that doesn't seem great, but you keep those in one bucket versus another bucket that says, yeah, these people always say yes, they want to get something. And those are maybe the people you can be more aggressive with because you know they're going to open the messages. So again, it's very tempting to kind of employ tricks to kind of trick the spam filters to get the round things, but usually it's done by just sending things that people want. This is Terrence Channon with the Modern Customer Experience Podcast.